0: Welcome to this week's Deep Dive. This week, we have the amazing, often imitated, never duplicated, Bobby Leehu, the Chief Content Officer of CommonSkew. Welcome, Bobby. Hi, Kate. Perfect. Well, this is the week, this is our podcast where we go into a deep dive of our tweet of a particular tweet for this week's Twitter chat. And this week we had Charity Gibson take over our promo chat. And her questions were all about education and how you learn, how you grow into this industry. And Bobby jumped in with some wisdom that of course was a deep dive automatic. So, we'll start with ours is so our question was, what was one thing you learned after the fact that you wish you would have trained on before you had to go through it yourself? And Bobby, being one for words, goes, I wish I would have learned the emotional side of the biz in tandem with merch and production, both emotional as effectiveness, but also how to balance your equilibrium and your teams through the windfall of winds, chaos of deadlines, and agony of failed projects. Okay, lots to tackle there. <laughs>
1: yes, yes.
0: So where did you find when I am really curious into when you had this learning curve moment where you're just like, okay, this is what needs to change. Like what was an instance where it happened, where afterward, like, did you get this as hindsight for a project where you were like, Oh, this something has gone wrong or I wish I'd handle it this differently. And, and how do you handle it now? Like, what do you kind of do pivot change, be aware of in your work?
1: Yeah. Great question. I, um, in the model that I was in as a distributor, we did print and promo and we were a fulfillment company. So you had, we had 50,000 packages going out of our small warehouse every year. And that was just probably 20 to 30% of our overall production. You know, we had dropship projects too. So invariably you had something going wrong every day. And I was never sort of trained on how to handle a crisis, how to deal with crisis. You only, unfortunately, learn how to deal with a crisis by going through a crisis, usually. And, and in this business, um, there was something going wrong. Often, and Kate, you're in a very complicated part of the business, too. I mean, the variables on a custom award project are astounding. From the, from the imprint, the, the, the names that can go wrong, any, you name it, color, material, uh, time, okay. date, shipping.
0: How, like, how you yeah, keep going, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so the variables, I, it's, it's actually, to pause for a minute, it's actually stunning how much goes right in this business when you consider the variables that we all are working within. But I kind of wish I would have learned how to manage both myself for my long-term future health benefit, as well as my colleagues and my team. Uh, Because you go from from zero to hero in this business really quickly, and you go from hero to zero just as fast. And a a lot of our day-to-day activity is built around taking care of the next fire, taking care of the next project. So one of the things I learned far too late was being able to respond in the moment but not judge in the moment. Because it's too hot, it's too difficult to sort of um, analyze you and your team and how you're doing. You know, you never mistake, uh, you know, never appropriate project failures as a form of your identity. Um, It's only afterwards when you step back that you can truly analyze. And the way we learned this is the hard way. We had a client once that said that they had all kinds of problems going on. And they wanted to meet about this. this is kind of a typical experience, particularly if you're in the e-commerce and fulfillment side where you've got all these transactions going on. So they had all kinds of problems. Come to find out the client had about four problems in a quarter that represented, you know, a couple hundred transactions. In the context of it all, there were major problems. There were big problems. It's not that the problems were small, but in the context, everything was not going wrong, right? Everything was not getting screwed up. So, I learned far too late to help my team first of all learn how to deal with the crisis in the moment not judge yourself nor your vendor supplier partners in the moment but but step back after a project has completed or at the end of a quarter or after a end of a time period to analyze how you and the client are, are doing so that's kind of something I just learned the hard way
0: um, yeah you know, cuz we
1: harsh judgments on a client Harsh judgments on a colleague, on an employee, on a supplier partner, in the heat of the moment.
0: Yeah, it and it's very true. Is I think because a lot of what we do gets tied to events and um, yeah. like really meaning, really meaningful moments, like whether it's like a brand launch or it's an employee recognition or you know even just like a conference. They all get tied. So everyone like puts a lot of emphasis on what we do because of the time connection versus thinking about it from the larger scale of like, and not to belittle it being like, well, does it really matter? Like it matters. Someone has thought about this. Someone has worked on it. It does matter. But I think, Re, being reactionary to everything is can be so detrimental to you like emotionally like your mental breakdown is gonna happen someday if you're gonna be that reactionary. <laughs> but also nice. to your, you're right with thinking about your team is like there's value in a postmortem like what we do after every like if it's a really big project and yeah. it like to the point and usually this we should be doing this for like the midsize and the smaller projects too. But if it's a big project that kind of takes over the plant here. We will have a postmortem afterwards and just be yeah. like, what worked? What are we gonna do? Because a lot of our projects are yearly. Like every year we're just gonna get this award program. So if we're gonna keep making the same mistakes, we gotta learn that real fast. And and I found there's value in like things that you don't always see, but you're right, like it might be four out of a hundred that is a problem, but that four can have longer lasting issues down the line if you don't address them or if you don't keep in mind why they're affecting people as well, because I think that's something you have to think about. Like, does this, why are they really upset by this?
1: Right, and not only that, um, I I think when it comes to evaluating a client, it's especially you have to be cautious about not being, as you say, reactionary, because um, it's helpful to step back and look at the overall revenue, to actually look at the numbers in light of the emotional experience as opposed to letting the emotional experience cast a dark shadow over the numbers, Um, really looking at the numbers, uh, you know, and, and understanding, yes, we might have a difficult client to work with, but it's a difficult project. It's a difficult season and there were all kinds of problems with our manufacturers. So there's just so much to um, I think analyze uh, rather than just the moment, but also in light of the numbers and uh, considering the emotional health, Of your team and your colleagues it's 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 got to all be taken into consideration you know we just wrapped skew camp and it you know it was the event with lots of little details that had to go right lots of little details and we'll do the same thing that you and your team are doing you know we're going to do a post-op and and analyze that because in the heat of the moment um, it's easy to pick apart things that might have gone wrong and um it's better to step back and get a sober mind about it. For one thing, your emotions, for one thing, you know, your emotions actually come down from a project like a BB sinking in an oil, as we <laughs> might say here, here, down in the South. It just comes down. You know, your, your emotions.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: There's a good word picture for you. You know, they fly off, it, it's skyrocket in a moment, and then they come down very, very slowly. So that's why it's also, and, and guess what you're doing as it's coming down slowly? You're going to the next fire which is also going to escalate those emotions back again. So you kind of always have this, this going on all the time, the little yo-yo experience with your emotions in this business because it's a deadline-driven business. So that's why it's just imperative to have it by client. I love the quarterly uh, review. Have a quarterly review by client and analy- well, you can analyze the number of transactions, the overall gross sales, the overall gross profit, and then how, you know, how well you work with this particular client.
0: Yeah. And, the, and, you know, at Skew camp, it was so interesting how many times, like the presenters kind of talked about um, like firing a client and why they came to that conclusion. And it would be, you know, and it was always in the review of it where they're like, no, it's a top yeah. 20 client. Like we've got to keep them right. But in the review of it. They were like, they do this many transactions, they do this little money and our margins are 10% compared to the 40% we're making here. And like, yeah, yeah, so it is like the deep breath, think about it.
1: Yeah. And And they're pain to work with. Right. It's all that stuff. Yeah. Oh my
0: God. Like, I mean, we all have that client where we've fired them strictly because we're like, you've made everyone in my office cry. Like you're gone. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I will also say this one, one other thing is that on the positive side, we have to remember that those clients that we work incredibly well with that are so understanding, that give you actual time for projects, which is unheard of. Um, I think those folks get lost in, in the fire and, and we take, take advantage of them. The number one reason why uh, a client fires a promotional products distributor in this business is because we don't give them they say. I'm not getting enough ideas. What they're saying is I'm not getting enough attention from from." From our, from like the distributor, and so uh, it's imperative that we not only manage our emotions and our clients' book of business every quarter and analyze it that way for the for the rough clients and tough clients and tough moments, but also so we don't lose all the excellent customers we have, in, in you know all of the smoke and fire of of putting out you know the next chaos, um, and, and and that way we can celebrate with them and thank them and be appreciative and, and go out of our way. Uh, to you know to express ourselves to them when they just get lost
0: yeah no it's so true it's like how do you just because of the, I, I always say this about people like for networking events is like just because they're quiet doesn't mean they're boring right and just because they're, boring, they're bad <laughs> right. Like, yeah and right. boring, quiet and good it's like you can have really steady clients that don't need maintenance but that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be maintained and the same thing is like don't undervalue someone who doesn't speak up or doesn't do anything because they're not the way you think they should be like we think our clients should be big and loud and you know bringing in lots of orders instead of like bringing in steady and good orders yeah the evaluation that you have to do and it's it's true like you should be doing it so regularly to make sure that you're still learning from each thing it's like yeah it's a post-op on your quarter you should be doing that Whether we yeah. all do that is a whole other thing, but
1: <laughs> right. I know it's hard. It's hard to do, but I anyway, at the very, here's an, another tactical tip might be just take your top 10 clients, your top five clients, just make sure those don't get lost in, in, in the, the chaos.
0: Yeah. I, it was interesting that you say that because about a couple months ago I started writing down people that I liked that I was like, okay, how do we keep growing? How do we keep going with them? Because I was like, if I'm not in this job and enjoying this job, then why am I doing this job because you might as well well enjoy parts of it
1: (laughs) right right for sure
0: yeah well bobby thank you so much for joining us on the promo chat and for the deep dive and uh where can we find you on the internet
1: Uh, just at Bobby Lee Hugh, wherever, wherever the internet can, wherever I guess socials are. I'm a little <laughs> quiet, I'm, I'm that quiet person that you, you, that quiet boring person in the corner for the most part.
0: Oh, I think uh, you've proven multiple times. You're not the boring one. So.
1: Okay. Right. Okay. Fair enough, Kate.
0: <laughs> well, wonderful. Thank you, Bobby. And have a great day. And everyone remember to join us uh, every Wednesday at 12, Uh, noon pacific and 3 p.m eastern and thank you again for our sponsors maple ridge farms who make this all happen awesome take care